0: Howdy, DC On Screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC On Screen?
1: All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email us at dc screen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want it to want us to send you something at. You know, if we if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All yeah. I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that uh, to who you should really ask. But um, hey, or toss hell, a coin, man,
0: you know. Once you once you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something, send it back to us, and we'll put it on Facebook just Tell like us. we do with your DC loot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> send it back with like critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck, I, you know. Draw over it, you know. Pull a Deadpool. Right?
0: Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs>
1: we we'll both probably we we'll both probably cry, but whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some. We need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this is this is our humble offering.
0: Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank. You. All right. With that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC on Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello! Man, we have been away for a minute. Man, we had some work stuff, we had some some family uh, commitments, but we are back. And this episode, we're going to get super spoilery on Supergirl 110 Childish Things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Toy Man is officially creepy as hell.
1: Yeah, they did a better (laughs) job than the animated series did.
0: I... I won't go that far. No, like, I will. Could, I will. I mean,
1: he got uh, really creepy there, but I, I never saw him, you know, use like a freaking shuriken yo yo on somebody there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, if they could somehow combine those.
1: Oh, yeah. I'd be over.
0: But, uh, yeah, I, w- I was pretty happy with him, honestly. Um, I, I really
1: was. I, I completely bought it. I have like a newfound respect for when, to be honest. Mm hmm. Like if Do he tell. he grew up with that guy and uh, somehow still came out a half decent person, he should get some sort of award.
0: Well, sure. Um, what what was weird to me is like, yeah, okay. I mean, like you you've known your your dad was a bad guy for a long time. Sure. And yes, you're vulnerable, but you being vulnerable and upset about what your dad is doing d- does that make you? Even though she's saying nice things, very nice things to you, does mm-hmm. that mean that she wants you to kiss her?
1: Oh no, no, it does not. It's a common mistake that uh, most of us have made uh, to our chagrin. Um, mm-hmm.
0: well, I, I have not made that mistake because I'm like you know I could be all the hurt in the world, and the other person be like she's saying all the nice things, but I still remember you like that big seven foot dude. <laughs>
1: No, I. Uh, a lot of people are saved by either like a better perception of social cues than he displayed right then, or uh, which, by the way, he was distraught. I mean, you know, you don't want to judge him by a moment like this. He was having a bad minute. Probably wasn't paying attention to every cue he normally would have. Or
0: generally, Why not? just like he's he's at, he's judging himself by all for the, by the bad minutes his dad is having. So I mean, well, I know it's mind? just
1: you know I'm I'm willing to give him like I, even if I was her this wouldn't be. For me, like something you couldn't go back from, which she did. She kind of, she kind of tries to put the olive branch out there, like, dude, we can. You want to just look past that? And I, ha- I, d- I really did like his response. You know what? No, I did it. How do you feel about
0: it? Okay. Yeah,
1: I like that. Yeah. I really do. Like, maybe we're not gonna just turn back time every time something happens. I was like glad to like see that. I was. Kat.
0: I honestly was glad to see that.
1: I mean, um they it's something that Supergirl's been needing to get into a little bit, is, is go ahead and start building your world. Like, we know what your show's like. You're, you're ten episodes in. Mm-hmm. You're, you're past mm-hmm. your mid season finale. We know how the show works. Now you can start building and putting in cliffhangers that don't get picked up for, for you know, an episode or two. Not mm-hmm. eight episodes like they did with the Kryptonian crap, but, you know, you can start putting some yeah. major major groundwork in.
0: Oh, wait. I, uh, I really love that they... Man... They had the respecting the past situation. They gave the nice classic Toy Man doll to to win. Oh yeah. Did you catch that? On the desk? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well he he was like his dad sent him the thing and it was like classic toy man where mm-hmm. he's like, I love you, son. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so um I wasn't I wasn't completely on board for Toy Man using the we're the same bullshit. Like I'm, that's kind of a tired trope for me. Yeah. I guess it's a. I guess it's effective in storytelling, but especially when you want like a uh, win to be like, I don't know, I might become my dad. oh! Yeah, and okay, it,
1: it's just not accurate at all either. You're, no, you're, at best, someone is like, I mean, well, at not at most or at best or at least or a little like exactly fifty percent of you. It, precisely fifty percent of you is in that person. Mm-hmm. No more, no less. Oh, you're just like me. No, you're just like half the time. You're just like me, and then I don't know what the hell your mom did. That's what's really happening here, right? I don't know right. what you got past. Did
0: you uh, catch the little Superman rocket ride huh? outside of the the market? Did you see that?
1: No, I didn't catch him.
0: <laughs> it's just just little. It's like a little uh, like one of the little rides that you would see outside of like a Walmart or or something. Right, uh, kids, you know, ride in. But it's a oh, Superman those rocket.
1: Little confusing things.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know why you're confused by them, but
1: I, sure. I, 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 don't remember the age where I thought that was fun, and I'm sure it must have been, but I just you just kind of bounce back and forth, right? I, mean,
0: I, I, I recall being a kid and going and thinking these aren't fun, <laughs> but I still want to ride them. I want to ride them every time.
1: Maybe I did something like that. I don't actually recall how I reacted to those. So I just, I'm just confused by them all the time now.
0: It was like. One of these days, I'm going to figure out why kids like these things. But every time you go to one of those, you, and you see kids on these things, on these little rides and stuff, they have, like, a dead expression.
1: That's the thing. Like, when they I, have
0: the most bored I expression you've ever... I either see, like, ever...
1: for, for really young kids, I'll get on there and you'll see the, like, ah, yay, yeah, you know, just the, the giggling child, or the scared child. That one happens, too. Most of the time, though, I mm-hmm. do. I just see this, this, this look of, of real existential terror on a child's face, just... I don't know. I don't know who I am anymore. Last week I liked this thing, and now I'm bored.
0: You know, every time I see a kid on one of those things, I, it's like I, it reminds me of my expression watching the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. <laughs> there were so many expectations.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: it's just this was supposed to be fun.
1: Yeah, that movie's the opposite of a blue ring. Oh, it just sucks all the hope out of the universe.
0: So, um, as predicted, I love Cameron Chase.
1: I'm trying to remember where she
0: came in. I'm sorry. No, oh, she came in to uh, talk to Wynn about her, about Toy Man.
1: Oh, the FBI agent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was good with that.
0: Anya from Buffy, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she is just as wonderful. She is just as wonderful and pretty as she was on, on Buffy. <laughs> she has not aged in, I, like, 15 years. No, man. she does look just... It is crazy. Uh,
1: just stupid identical stupid identical to where she did
0: emma caulfield man if those guys have uh, shit man half of the brains that it takes to run a show any kind of show they will have her on as often as they can (laughs) she is so good
1: yeah i enjoyed her i really did
0: they give her some like meat to work with man they just really give her something to do man she can hit those beats she can right um let's talk about the martian manhunter it was I, am I wrong? Did he say that he's been on Earth for 50 years? Um,
1: I think that was it, yeah. Because I think, I mean, he was wandering around before he got to, uh, before he took over this personality. I don't know what as. Okay. But the, uh, DEO had been aware of him beforehand. I think they, they weren't, mm-hmm. I don't know if he, I don't know where he was on their radar and what, what they wanted to do to him or with him or whatever. But,
0: okay. But I can deal
1: with 50 years. That makes sense. And I I always feel like anytime I, I, Anytime I'm talking about the Manhunter, I feel like he's been around for a few decades. He just feels like a character who's been there for a while.
0: I can get behind that. It was just 50 years seems a little extraneous. Eh, um, I could do it. But it would be kind of cool. God, you know, I almost did it. I almost thought, like, oh, man, what if they run into him on Legends of Tomorrow? Wait, no, it's not in the same universe. Damn
1: it. Right, right. Well, not for, <laughs> na- for now, you know. No. For
0: now, for now. So I, I'm a little confused um, I meant to look it up, but I didn't. Um, he sa- he has this line where he says, "I get one step closer to becoming every time I take on someone else's form. I get one step closer to becoming the Martian Manhunter."
1: That yeah, was a little weird. Yeah, and I think this was this was a little bit what you and I were talking about the other day, right? You were you're you were slightly you're like a little bemused by the fact that he's even calling himself a Martian Manhunter. I think.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I know the Manhunter is, or I think that's what they were—they called them. The reason he's called Martian Manhunter is, well, one, he's from Mars, but sure, uh, sure. Uh, obviously. But the Manhunters are what they call their police force on Mars. Is what how I understood it. So yeah, yeah. maybe that makes sense. But why is that a thing to be so afraid of? Like, as far as I'm I mean, concerned,
1: maybe he was just like an over-the-top badass cop. I, I don't know. And he does. He, I, like,
0: I'd watch that movie. Oh Jason hell yeah! Jason Statham is Manhunter. Yeah.
1: I want this guy's Manhunter now. Like, fuck, he's got a thing going on. Let him do it.
0: Yeah, this guy's good. And um, I
1: really, like, every time you hear Manhunter talk about his past, like, he's he's really proud of of, uh, of his heritage as, like, a warrior, as a defender of his planet. I mean, he you get the feeling he cracked a few skulls and didn't think twice about it. Went, nope, that's for hearth and home. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. Know what I mean? Hmm?
1: I lost track of you there.
0: Yeah, I, I, you cut out for me. Sorry.
1: Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well we're back then.
0: All right. Technical difficult. Um, <laughs> um so at the very beginning, as I have questions, I I'm I'm hoping this is something you can answer. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's just weird. At the very beginning they uh <laughs> Kara and, and, and John are flying and he says that this is her, his one chance to train her.
1: I yeah. I took that one as um See, I don't know what he. Where's the deadline he's talking about? Is that what's confusing? I don't you know, two? But
0: if that's true, why do they stop so quickly? Right. Yeah. You're like this is my one chance to train you. It's not about fun. Okay, let's land. We're done. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I would have actually been a little comforted if they had kind of had like if it clearly been like midday when he had that conversation, and then it's dusk when they land later. Yeah. That would have made that some sense. Been nice. No, I don't know what he's talking about, and I don't know if he means like in general, not this exact flight, but I don't have long in general. And then in that case, why? What? what like what? What's gonna happen? What's? I don't. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know what the stop. The stop gap is on that.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know. The I did laugh in? at the usage of uh, the usage of Martian manpower. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did laugh at that. Um, I am. I am going back to that flight scene. I am confused as to what proper flight technique is. I think we talked about that last week with the promo, because they, they put this out as a promo before, and it didn't make yeah. any more sense in the actual episode.
1: No. I, well, I, let me let me put it this way, though. Having zero context on what it's like to whip through the air with my body alone, mm-hmm. there, may, there very well might be proper flight technique. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I was willing to just kind of let him have that one, like, well, there's probably a good and a bad way to do that. Uh, maybe? Uh Probably. I mean, there's a good and a bad way to run, for fuck's sake. Surely there's a good and a bad way to fly.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What'd you think of, um, oh man. Like, when, when John becomes Max Lord to go in and, and check out, I, I'm, what I'm assuming is Bizarro Supergirl. It's gotta be, right. um, dude, like, I felt kind of terrible for security guard, dude. Like, he wiped that dude's memory. He destroyed his brain.
1: Yeah. And that part confused me more than anything else that was, like, Manhunter related this episode.
0: It, it Manhunter's
1: traditionally not that blunt. He is delicate. I mean, he can mm-hmm. he can swoop in and out of your mind, and I, it, there's a lot of cases where I've, I've, I've seen him tell any of the Justice League members, you know, I'm if you if you don't mind, I'd like to take a look into your brain, and you know, don't worry if I come across you know some shameful memory that I can't avoid, and and I know about that, I'll I'll take it to my grave. You know, he's got a very solemn code about this, and he's. Really got a lot more mm-hmm. precision than I feel like they were getting credit for right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. That's, they've kind of... In a way, they've dumbed down his powers, or his abilities, at the very least.
1: And I I was kind of... Maybe, maybe that's just something they were trying to do to um, give the character a little more, I don't know, relatability. As much as you can, a giant, super powerful Martian character.
0: Like, dude, you don't have nearly the precision or grace that you have in the comic book. Like, maybe you should spend some time in the green room of the car.
1: Right. Whatever that is for mental powers, go hang out there for a bit. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I, maybe the showrunners did make that conscious decision to, like, all right, look, we can let him fly. We're going to let him have this. We're going to let him have this. Let's tone down a couple of his powers, because we've discussed before he's a, just a ridiculous character. I mean, I love the fuck out of him, but mm-hmm. he is absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm oh she's got the uh she's got the super inhale going on now
0: yeah i noticed that
1: that was new right i haven't seen it in in uh i haven't seen it here before
0: yeah no i haven't seen it she says no, normally i'm i'm doing that the opposite way i'm blowing out, whatever <laughs> right. it was she said um, she's over running around hacking coughing right <laughs> car the chain smoker
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um what did you think of uh Alex and Maxwell Lord having dinner and his subsequent bugging of her. Don't, I mean, <laughs> am I am I crazy to think that she, being a, uh, what is it, a DEO agent, right. whatever she's called, she should have maybe checked her purse to make sure that he didn't, like, stick a freaking camera that's really obvious on her purse.
1: I don't know. I, uh, let's put it this way. I've never left a date and checked for bugs. Well, not those kind.
0: Yes, but you're not a top secret government agent. And the person you're going out with is not the head of a technology company who you're pretty much almost directly opposed to. Yeah, like, I mean that's there is no that's way kinda that where he's you got to start. Uh,
1: that's where you got to start mitigating the circumstances, right? I, I mean, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. I would have probably uh, checked my person if I were if I were hurt. Plus, it wasn't a particularly uh, they, they didn't have a particularly great conversation. So, yeah, maybe.
0: I'm nearly that paranoid now, and I don't have any kind of position. <laughs> no there's espionage absolutely nothing, training whatsoever. No, yeah, no espionage training. There's there's absolutely nothing that anyone would want to know about my life. I could put out my bank account information, and no one would. And someone, a number of people, would probably like go and check out my ba- my banking information and be like, eh, why bother? Right. There is, right. but I am almost that paranoid. I would think. <laughs> Alex,
1: that, no, you, I mean you have just—that's my uh, my first line of defense against identity fraud is is being unstealable, unworth, right. unworthy of of wasting your time on.
0: Right, you know the hacker goes in, looks at your at your at your banking account information, and goes, oh, I'm, that just makes me sad. Yeah, he takes and one <laughs> like one look at my student
1: loans bill and goes, oh, hell no, and and moves on to another account.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, I know that there is such a thing as identity theft, but is there such a thing as identity giveaway? <laughs> right. It's like...
1: I've I've been suggesting that for a while. I I would really I would change right now. Start at zero credit, and move on with my life. It sounds great. Right. Apparently, there's this thing about Social Security numbers where I can't do that. I don't know some
0: yeah, it's a whole some
1: thing. bullshit like that.
0: So, um, you want to talk about cat and uh, <laughs> what is her name? <laughs> Lucy.
1: Oh yeah, they were they were buddying up real, real fast. Yeah. And what does Cat tell? Uh, does, is what does she tell Car this episode, um, referring to her feelings? Like I pay you not to have them.
0: Yeah, something like that. Uh, that one something got a good like giggle. That. There's
1: really it's once an episode, Cat will say something so devastatingly mean that I giggle.
0: Um, pretty much almost everything that Cat was was saying to Lucy, uh, about how she's the pretty and smart one, and mm-hmm. you know, everything she was saying, you know, just had it not been for the terrible music going on in the background that was so distracting I would have had a huge grin on my face
1: <laughs> I agree
0: that you know that cheesy womp, bomp, 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 like oh please just stop just please stop guys uh, not every scene with in, in Catco has to have that music I don't know it does it feels like a it feels like a uh, I don't know Devil Wears Prada type of rom com. Yeah, it's you just like oh, somehow it like, does. You That's keep exactly getting that feeling it out
1: of somehow, and part of it's because I never watched that movie, so I have no idea what the score was like.
0: But I just never. I had, saw the trailer. I Never <laughs> had
1: the real like. I don't. I haven't mind. I haven't minded the music so far. I really haven't. Um, yeah. Throughout most of the episodes, especially you had a real problem with it for the first few episodes because it was too cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is. I haven't it, thought it, gets it was a cutesy. I don't know. I've been fine with it. I really have. Mm-hmm. And even past that. Being okay with the cutesy sounding scores, like the, when they've really ramped it up for the dramatic scenes, they have knocked it out of the park. So mm-hmm. I've been good with them so yeah.
0: far. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's it creates a, a break in tone for me that is kind of hard for me to wrap my mind around. And I know that's probably because I have a very small mind.
1: <laughs> it's but, just not it's not overly elastic. That's the real problem. Yeah, I'm gonna get I you mean, on a was... higher rubber content diet.
0: It is actually similar to, it's very similar, Uh, I guess, their success in this measure, is similar to, like, the old Superman movies with Chris Reeve, where, you know, we would be like, Like, yes, like, hopeful, awesome music, and then, like, he's in the Daily Planet, and it's like, watch Clark stumble and follow, (laughs) fall all over the place, and, oh, there he's knocking over a thing, and... And then let's cut to this scene with Otis and womp, 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 womp. Like, oh, God. Put away your trumpets.
1: What happened to your Put trumpets? Away. Bring me your trumpets, Williams. Bring me them and only they.
0: Your trombones or whatever it is that makes that awful noise. That right. That denotes a, a, a heavy, clumsy character.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's normally a tuba, I think, when you're talking about it. The way you're talking about tuba.
0: it. Tuba. That is, that is what I was thinking of. Tuba.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's mm-hmm. kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm.
1: That's shit they used to do on sketch, like Looney Tunes.
0: I did a comedy sketch about a giant tuba, so clearly you're aware of the
1: term somewhere.
0: I I should have known about that. I should have known that's what I was thinking of.
1: Somewhere in there.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. I, um. By the way, and I
1: you remember you remember the Superman theme, the, like the old Williams theme. You know, it's hard to mm-hmm. it's just it's a hard thing not to remember. I was yeah. delighted the other day. Like I was watching um I was watching football yesterday, and this is like Cam Newton, a person who plays football. I'll translate for you. Um mm-hmm. his like signature move when he does something really particularly fun is he does the whole the chest pull the the superman pose thing pulls his uh-huh. pulls his shirt apart you know that gesture mm-hmm. I didn't realize this though but the Panthers' I I, I, did, I haven't watched a lot of them. So the Panthers apparently though have gotten licensed to the music. So they when he does that thing, they like they play the Williams orchestra freaking soundtrack in the background like, like over the spe- system speakers.
0: That's a nice that's a nice touch. I did
1: like that touch. Also, and I'm sitting here watching football, enjoying myself well, mostly. That game was kind of a bummer, but mostly enjoying myself watching football. And then I hear the John Williams orchestra, and suddenly I didn't give a damn about football anymore. It was over.
0: Superman. That happens. <laughs> Back to real you know, things I, like
1: Superman. God.
0: Yeah. I have issues with those movies, but that score, most uh, the, the actual Superman theme, I, that is not one of the things. It's not I had close. With. That is the most iconic thing in the world to me.
1: Right. I mean, people still mimic it. Like, when you're doing a Superman theme, you, it still kind of sound alike sometimes.
0: It's just, mm-hmm. It was just
1: that fucking good.
0: Absolutely. Yep. That and the Danny Elfman Batman theme just. Oh, oh. God. Ugh. Oh just let me drown in it. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly how I'd like to phrase that.
0: I I only say that about a couple of things, rocky road ice cream. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
0: Um just any number of melted cheeses.
1: <laughs> Combinations are welcome as well.
0: Um and those two themes and also the Jerry Goldsmith Star Trek theme. So, yes. Mm, okay. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs>
1: I understand what, all what, those what feelings. I really do. Yeah, sure. Except Rocky sure. Road's not my favorite.
0: Um, you know, I take my, I take my uh, spells. I suppose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right now it's Rocky Road.
1: I don't want it to defame your your ice creams. I, I,
0: I do I'll, love a peanut butter shake though, man.
1: <laughs> wish you and your ice cream nothing but the best, Dave.
0: Like like two months like for the last couple months they finally discontinued it but I was mm. totally addicted to the uh, pumpkin cheesecake shake over at Arby's man I was like oh just I had to have it like, oh, yeah. every day yeah oh my gosh yeah
1: that thing's a fucking meal replacement too it's not like don't get it on the side of anything
0: yeah it was uh I've
1: mean, I I've made that mistake uh, before like get one of those nice tasty shakes they come out with or something and I've done this in several restaurants mm-hmm. like get the nice tasty shake because like oh my god how do I say no to all those. Descriptor terms at once, and mm-hmm. then you get it, and you start sipping it. And by the time you get home, you're just staring at a bag of unwanted food. I'm good. I'm perfect. I'm good. I'm gonna. Yeah, I've got dinner apparently.
0: Yeah, I I will say this. Like it, it got to this point, I pull up at Arby's, and the guy goes, "Oh, last day for this one." I was like, "No, what?" And like he knew me so well, he was he he knew to say "last day for this one," and I was like, "No." <gasps> I was like, what time do you guys close? And he's like, we close at midnight. So I went back at midnight <laughs> to get another one. And like right before midnight, like 30 minutes before or whatever, I went back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ordered a, a, a large uh, pumpkin cheesecake shake. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, they handed me a medium. And I went, oh, in my head. It was like, no, I wanted a large. Oh, well, I, I probably don't need a large. And I saw that they, they like had rung me up for a medium. And then they hand me the medium, and he hands me another large. <laughs> and he goes, "There you go, man." I was like,
1: <gasps> "You the best,
0: beautiful man, you beautiful man, good looking like, out." That is, oh, like, good oh, looking out. I could have hugged him. He was a large man like myself, so I think I think somewhere he inside he had some he, some understanding. He of understood. Yeah, he understood.
1: No, no, you get attached to things. You get attached to things real quick.
0: <laughs>
1: Damn LTOs.
0: Anyway. I mean, the world so, basically um, stops in its
1: track when they bring the McRib back, and then...
0: Don't even get me started on the McRib, yeah,
1: Like Everyone just... It go, they go right to it, and then everyone, like, shits themselves for three weeks, and then doesn't learn their lesson, and they go right back before it ends.
0: <laughs> no one learns their lesson. They just shit themselves for three weeks.
1: Because <laughs> as a society, we fail to learn when in the presence of something as grand as a McRib. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> that adaptive instinct that t- has served
1: us so well for millennia, like our right, right out the door, this. yeah.
0: Like you know what? Mm, nope, I'll cope. Right out McRib. the door, mcrib me.
1: And I've I've seen people that will look straight in your eyes and kind of say, "Dude, you make fucking choices in life, and this is mine." Like, okay, all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> You can go get that thing,
0: shit. <laughs> Rib me, my good man, and make sure the colonoscopy bag is attached <laughs> <Right>. properly. <laughs>
1: Poor guys, I know. I, I I remember what happened last time. I'll, I'll...
0: Mm. For, All right. For God's so sake, let's thing. talk about the show. <laughs> um, uh, man, I was a little bit. I was a little bit annoyed that they kind of pulled the old. James doesn't want Lucy there because they're together or whatever. And then they tried to make like a women's permission issue. And then it, I was glad that it turned out to be just James realizing that he didn't actually want to be there, that he wanted to be in the field. But I, I, I don't know. I was kind of tired of that whole bit.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> like I, I, before I was, before it even it. started, like for the length of this episode, I was okay with it because it was just him working through his feelings a little bit. And that happened. Kind of, yeah, misreading himself. That's cool. That happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just, even people yeah, with time eight with to ten
1: abs can misread their emotions from time to time.
0: <laughs> He's like, "I knew there was a problem because I grew four more abs <laughs> while you were in that <laughs> meeting." <laughs> I thought, "Oh shit, this is going to be some this trouble.
1: is going to be bad."
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean,
1: I had uh, there were a few problems I had with the episode. You want me? You want me to re- list off a couple for you?
0: Absolutely, let's do that.
1: I, one of them is a one word. Uh, proclamation slash question mark
0: quicksand okay just, just why, why did that bother you
1: quicksand seriously she can't get out of quicksand why she just flies she's fly up fly upwards I yeah quicksand I gra- like grabs you and pulls you down and that's great if you don't have anything like people with loose with access to a a, a vine mm-hmm. have managed to get out of quicksand before
0: <laughs> right i I think I can see why the idea was there. Because like the idea that you know the more force you put in to trying to get away, the more it pulls you in,
1: and unless you can just ignore the normal force of gravity and go upwards.
0: Well, yeah, but they've never like a few people have tried, but they've never actually explained Superman or Supergirl's flying capabilities. Exactly um, some why they're said able it was to, like yeah. a magnetic aura that's you know tied in with the Earth's core.
1: That I think that one's actually my favorite, is that it's tied into the uh, Earth's core and it's kind of a it's actually I mean, there are things called ley lines that are kind of like peaks in the electromagnetic field that mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm willing to I'm willing to posit that a giant solar battery in, in basically human shaped form might be able to play with those things and, and do some stuff. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. let I me mean, put it this way. It's enough like loose terms where I think if I wrote it down like, eh, you'll you'll give it to me probably.
0: Yeah. But it's never been like so defined as to like actually have rules, so they can kind of do whatever the hell they want. Sometimes, sometimes. I was kind of willing to to let it go. I mean, she she froze it and shattered it. Whatever.
1: Uh, and then you know, I really didn't care. Jumped right out of it. Uh, whatever. I mean, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if she froze it, it became a solid mass that she could flex against, and then she can just kind of you know thigh bust that shit. That's fine. Fuck it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I just kind of felt go up. Now, like, maybe the writers are under the impression that it is somewhat just a, that her flying is less uh, of a f- true flight and more of a, like, the original leaping so far that he, it looked mm-hmm. like he flew kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, my evidence for that being that all of the Kryptonians feel the need to do a high jump every time they're about to do.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They do, like, toe touches and then
0: right hop off. <laughs> there, There is some measure of yoga involved. Right. In, 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 <laughs> And taking off, apparently, it would so. appear. Absolutely, yeah. That's the thing you need to do, especially in a girl Superman series, because that's what this is—Superman but with a girl. So you got to <laughs> have all the people who are flying have yoga. They got to play with yoga.
1: There's the pull quote we need. We need out there. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and pull that one out with no context. We'll see you on Mary in no time. <laughs>
0: That's what I was hoping for. There's no such thing as negative publicity. Yeah, <laughs> just to just to clarify, <laughs> that's not my stance. That is not that is not my stance. That's me making fun of the showrunners. I
1: know. <laughs> I know. It's a shame that entire speech won't make it into your pull quote. Again, that's what they're there for. I know to fuck things up. That's
0: what they're there for. To make that's sure that no one can express themselves
1: in in anything less than a, a soundbite without sounding like a complete fucking idiot.
0: Mm. The um, no, all right. Screw a soundbite. I want a sound meal. That's what this is all about. <laughs> Welcome to DC on screen. Oh. The sound meal. Oh, go
1: go to our uh, our news episodes. That's just that's sound gluttony. That's sound feasting.
0: That's- <laughs> You can wind up in one of Dante's rings for listening to the news. <laughs> yes, episodes. yes, can.
1: maybe the third or fourth, but it's not that bad. But come on, ain't that good either? You're not just hanging out with hanging out with the philosophers on level one or anything. You're going somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's it's whichever one's for gluttons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't remember the number, but no it's idea. there.
1: I'm going to guess three, just in case I'm right.
0: <laughs> Seems like gluttony would have been a higher level, just because of you know gluttony.
1: <laughs> um. I don't know. Oh, all right. My my other my other my second question or my second qualm. Uh, sure. So I think I had three going out uh, on my way out of this one. Uh, dude, mm-hmm. when like totally tries to shoot an innocent person in front of witnesses, some of which are FBI agents. Why is he not in jail?
0: Um, cause he was coerced.
1: But <laughs> doesn't that normally involve a lengthy debrief debriefing process? He's like back at work playing well, video games in a few hours.
0: Yeah. He was. <laughs> I seem to remember that there was a reason. But I don't know. Yeah. I... Probably poor writing. That's probably the reason. <laughs> it's T V writing. It kinda of,
1: I mean, don't get you wrong, know, like the climax did feel a, a wee bit rushed to me. It it kinda of did. And it seemed a little bit like that might have been um. I feel like the, the Toy Man scenes, like, they, they they plod, and they don't really... You don't run through the Toy Man scenes. He's not just there and gone. Like, it takes a minute. He kind of builds anticipation with his silence a little bit. So, I don't know. I, fi- mm-hmm. I figured the, the setup of his character took so much time that they couldn't use the rest of it as much as they wanted to. Plus, Wynn had some freaking heartbreaking scenes that required a lot of breathing time. Like, a lot of breathing room. You don't mm-hmm. want to cut short on the on the, you know, him kissing her. You sure as hell don't want to cut short when he... Tells her no, that really happened, and and this is our life now.
0: Um, here's here again. yeah here's Good the for other him for
1: standing up for himself on this one. Damn it.
0: Yeah, here's so the other part though. The writers here's here's the other here's the answer to that question though. Um, and here's what I hope is going to be the answer. Um, he was for the most part pretty pretty forthcoming with uh Cameron Chase. Uh huh. Um, he let her know when shit was gonna go down, what what was going on about the toy man doll. Not at first, but then he did. He before she left, he was like, "Wait, I gotta tell you this thing." So I'm guessing she knew that he was gonna do something, and that he didn't want to do it because otherwise he wouldn't have been so forthcoming with her. And then she's gonna come be able to come back later and get his help doing something else, and be like, "By the way, I really I helped you out. Like you were probably gonna go to jail, but I stopped that from happening." Right, so.
1: so you're hoping they're they're
0: excuse revive, for cameron but, chase like, to be there absolutely
1: i can deal with that i just kind of felt like they didn't have time to deal with it properly
0: but even if they don't do that he he, he was pretty like he's pretty forthcoming with her so I, I I don't i don't you know i'm sure she could have pulled some strings and been like hey he's he's actually a pretty good guy just don't 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 do that because he i don't think he wanted to do that Blah blah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay
1: it just usually requires like a lot of
0: he was gonna bomb things yeah. i don't know yeah
1: you know what i mean though um now uh I know. my my third thing. Sure. Uh r- really truly and definitely this is one of the weakest pizza eating scenes I have ever witnessed.
0: Oh man, I saw that too. Like they both like took a piece. I like, took a and by the way, I lo- I saw that pizza. It was disgusting. It looks very like, How was that even a thing? It looks like they it ordered it like, like 6
1: hours ago and it was sitting on set for that. like I think that's why it doesn't look like a big like, oh, let me dig in" kind of scene because mm-hmm. it looks like a, a an old freaking pizza at this point.
0: Um, and apparently, this is what Supergirls taught me about girls. Girls don't eat pizza. They order a pizza, take a bite of the pizza, and then toss it back on the box. And judging from the pizza, I don't blame them.
1: That was where I, it was I like gave her some credit. It like maybe they're just, you know, not looking to have cold pizza tonight, which I can deal with. That's that who wants to do that? And don't get me wrong, while Mr. Craptastic there is is watching them with his little purse camera, um, <laughs>
0: When you say purse camera, that just I don't know, man. So when you say purse camera, it, it tears the show down in a way I didn't think was possible.
1: It's a perfectly viable camera if you're Maxwell Lord, but whatever. Um, now, to their credit, it, when he's when he's watching them, they do pick up the original pieces of pizza and resume their uh, their eating. Mm-hmm. It just looked like the uh, I, I, I kind of I literally I saw them flop the pizza down after one bite and thought, what the hell did that pizza do to you? It's pizza, right? You got a microwave. Yeah. He vision that shit up. Come on.
0: But you know, I I, I have I've seen uh, I've watched Gilmore Girls. Not all of it. Some of it. Plan on going back at some point. It wasn't a terrible show. No, it was, it was actually good.
1: It was quite good for the most part.
0: Um, I, I've seen all of Felicity, and save for those last five episodes, it was a wonderful show. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen all of Valley McBeal. I you know, I've seen a lot of female centric shows mm-hmm. and they always eat pizza like that. One bite, throw it aside. <laughs> because that's what a girls' night is. They sit on a couch in in like sweatpants and they take one bite of a pizza and throw it back in the box while they're watching some show. Right. Presumably well, I, a show that one of them has been naked on. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Supergirl on Homeland. But
1: <laughs> one of the weirdest nods I've ever heard at I know Barring none.
0: I think I think that's the show's the show trying to teach us. By the way, this is how these girls stay so thin. These are the the sacrifices. <laughs> they they take they take one bite of the pizza, they toss it back in the in the box. Right. Which incidentally, also is everyone what on the you... show is so hot because pizza is t- terrible in all these universes.
1: Right. Um, that's actually a good point. There apparently they live in a food desert. Like they can't get good pizza. <laughs> The only <laughs> restaurant that she seems to enjoy is a truck in Chicago, several hundred miles away. <laughs> right. And then doesn't have time to fucking eat it because shit keeps happening. Like, ain't nothing <laughs> wrong. These, uh, like, Supergirl has, you know, she's got her super metabolism. She's, she's a, uh, she's good to go. But, like, Danvers, though, she's got to, um, I actually almost said Alex that time and thought, now nah, let's stick with Danvers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one day I'll get this right just without thinking about it. But yep. Alex is sitting there, like, she trains her ass off all the time. Like, she's in there fighting the Supergirl half the time. Clearly, these girls get mm-hmm. exercise. So I'm pretty sure that's, you know, the, the main reason that they're in great shape. Uh,
0: unfortunately, they're incredibly malnourished. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I haven't seen them actually, like, finish a meal. I don't know.
0: It's not like it's, you know, you don't,
1: it's not like eating a pizza is great screen time. I mean, that's not really what I want to do with screen time, personally. And most of the time when you see guys do it, it's just like a bunch of, like, chunky dudes around a table, and they, like, fold the entire slice in half and eat half of the entire thing in one giant, gaping bite, you know?
0: They do that, yeah.
1: That's more what I'm used to.
0: Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> in TV shows, even hot guys eat like fat guys. That's the thing that always confused right, me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to be like that guy. He's hot. I'm yeah, I've, I've these, been thick and I've been thin,
1: and, and let me tell you, like, you can't eat, you can't eat like people on television no. do. You just can't. No. It, the, the malnourished no. ones or the overnourished ones. Neither one of those works. Nourishment. That's 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 the way. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. You, you eat the appropriate mm-hmm. amount and then you, you know, do exercise. It's really, you know, it's really kind of There's the formula so that keeps working. It. But, yeah, I, it, that poor pizza was my point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, buddy? Because I think I'm done. I think I'm out. On I think I was out.
1: I mean, um,. I did mean to. I did mean to give Wynn some credit. He uh, he. Fi- I felt like he finally had like, a good episode, kind of centered around him, and I thought he did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. The guy. Oh
0: yeah, like the dude that played Wynn, I don't ever remember his name. Never do. Uh, Johnny something. I maybe uh, I don't know. Somebody but... from Broadway. <laughs> I am a terrible show host. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we cover a lot of shows. I can't memorize every name. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, tell you what. Man. Tell you what. Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Stay on the air long enough, and I'll memorize all your names.
0: Is he? Uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, he did a really like good, good job. But he did a great job. Like,
1: yeah,
0: he did a really good job. I loved, I really liked Kara. I liked her reaction to him kissing her. Like that was. Yeah. I mean, it was.
1: No, their stuff was perfect. Shitty. That's what I'm saying. Like I felt that I felt the climax was rushed, but I I will take everything I got instead of a like long drawn out action scene. It's you yeah, know you got plenty yeah. of those. There be I there'll mean be, like next week we got a. Another manhunter on screen. I've got plenty of action coming my way. I'll take the little delicate scenes for a minute. That was great.
0: Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan is his name. Well, great job, Jeremy. Great Fantastic job. Fantastic job, dude. Great job, Kara. We were as surprised as you were that he would be stupid enough to kiss you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, like, um, usually, like, someone's self esteem saves them from that. Like, normally, you, even when you're. They're saying mm-hmm. nice things and you're like, uh-huh, uh huh. Yeah, but there's no way you want to actually make out with me. That's usually a stopgap.
0: Yeah. You know, just but you know, little <laughs> I'd hint be looking going, Oh
1: Benoist a- is way prettier than I am. There's no chance that's happening.
0: Yeah. Stay you know, just a little hint, Cara. Uh maybe stay away from thing from language like you complete me. Um mm. <laughs> unless you're the Joker and you're talking to Batman, stay away from that. Uh
1: that that was strong wording, I admit. Strong wording. She
0: had some strong wording. Yeah, it's almost like they were trying to play up like an angle, like she secretly is in love with him, but doesn't realize it.
1: I just took it as her same oblivious nature. Her same, just mm. it, it, it's it's a consequence of her eternal optimism that she never stops to like. There's, so there's a certain self awareness that is lacking with Supergirl's character, but it's because she kind of looks at everything so optimistically. I I, I think that's how the character is designed. Mm.
0: Supergirl does not have super empathy.
1: No. No, she does not. That is for other characters. <laughs> she needs to...
0: I don't think we've met those characters in this show. No,
1: she needs to go figure out what the hell Diana's doing and ask her to have a look at some of her friends. Mm,
0: amen. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of uh, DC On Screen. We will be back next week with another Supergirl review, and we're also going to be back, uh, like, right the hell now with a whole bunch of other reviews of other TV shows. Mm-hmm
1: and some news. We're adding so. uh, Legends of Tomorrow obviously to the roster this week so yeah, if you're one are. of the plenty of people that tuned into that
0: Drink deep, you bastards
1: because
0: <laughs> your cup overfloweth <laughs> We are DC On Screen. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network If you would like a similar show about the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast you can go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast Fancy that we will see you soon and until then keep some DC on your screen. <clears throat> we almost went 40. We went 45 minutes on that episode. That's crazy.
1: Uh, yeah, we, we we pretty much did. I'm surprised too. Mhm. I think we just haven't played around for a while. Plus there was a lot
0: of talk of McRibs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that is actually, that's good, because I was a little afraid that we weren't going to have much to talk about on Supergirl, man.
1: (laughs) We we shouldn't have to pull in McRibs to
0: fill our show time. (laughs) (laughs) We can always pull in McRibs, man. Oh, dear God. (laughs)